only came here to do two things, man. Kick some ass and drink some beer. Looks <laughs> like we're almost out of beer. I think it's safe to say that our luck is officially turned around, guys. We are back, baby. We are fucking back. We're back. Yeah. Classic. Hey, yo, we're back. This is Noobed. Week 2, Episode 2, June 29th. I'm your host, Ben Vandal, here with my co-host, Mo Fortin. hey I am uh, Boston Beer Benny on Instagram, Treehouse Benny on Untapped. If you ever want to email the show, bostonbeerbenny at gmail.com. Uh, we're going to do a quick Untapped run through what the show is today, uh, and then we'll get you right into it. So, Untapped today, we're doing What Are You Drinking? July 4th edition. Uh, the same thing with new releases. We're going to do, we felt like we stayed in Massachusetts and Rhode Island, which is where we're located uh, last week. So this week, we are going to go the outskirts of New England. We're going to go up to the tips of Maine. We're going to go out west to Vermont. We're going to go to the southern tip of Rhode Island. We're going to go down the Cape. Uh, we want everyone to have their beer needs satisfied for their 4th of July travels. If you're going to see some fireworks, maybe getting away with the family, we're going to get you to some of those obscure breweries and you can get some of those new beers and we're going to do listener email we did have an email come in last week pretty excited about that uh you will hear probably the first time ever in radio history i'm going to admit that i am wrong Uh, this is a big moment yeah which uh i am going to eat some crow for sure on this one so um and then we will dive into a brand new segment we are super psyched about it's mo's adventures i mean i'm I've been waiting all week for it. I I've really... actually been anticipating it while I'm going on yeah. these adventures, yeah. which has been great. I mean, we, we can't go. We're not flying by the seat of our pants at all here. We have been prepared this well. <laughs> and then we have Weird Beer Stuff, another great segment we're super psyched about. And then we will finish it off with everyone's favorite, Shelfer of the Week. Um, so we'll dive right in here, Mo, with uh, what are you drinking? Uh, well, right now we just kicked into the new Trillium release. Uh, just popped out today. Uh, this is the Big Bird Double IPA. I uh, went up there today, had good success. Only waited in line about 20 minutes or so. Those guys at at Trillium are really pumping through the line as fast as they can. Had to park in the overflow parking lot at 11:02, which I wasn't super surprised about. I uh, went really well. Well, so, yeah. I mean, I I got some Trillium the same. I got the same thing. The Big Bird. I got Stumpy Duck. Uh, I'm going to open up a special bottle, you know, to celebrate America's birthday this weekend. Of course. Dive into a permutation number nine that I've been saving. Delicious. Heard it, uh, heard it smooths out over time, so I've been cellaring that. And, um, you know, I'm not going to lie to you. We're going to dip into a butt heavy this weekend. We probably will uh, get into that. This is America, after all. It we is America. Go with and a what's, more America what's more America than a German-based yeah, macro red, white, brewery. and blue. Just macro brewery that tastes super like super distributed. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to Tom Cinco who wants to tell us what that tastes like. Uh, we may have him on the show with a segment where we compare craft beers to Budweiser, but I'm, I'm not sure that's going to work. But I don't know if that's what our listeners want. No, I, we kind of have to get so a baseline of what our listeners want before we can do something like that. So that's uh, that's what we're drinking. This weekend, on July 4th weekend, and here's, we're going to dive into the local releases. Drink it in. Always goes down smooth. Well, this weekend, uh, we know it's July 4th weekend, so we are going to go, you know, pack up the family in the station wagon, bring the cooler. We are going up to Maine for the weekend. We're going to go watch some fireworks. We're going to rent a house. The kids are going to fight in the back seat. 
Of course. And we're just going to, yes. you know, get some beer on the way to just get you through that weekend. I mean, you know what that's like. Road <clears throat> sodas, baby. Road sodas. Road sodas. So, first stop, we're not going to take you to the big breweries. Everyone knows what Bissell Brothers is doing up there. Portland's one of my favorite towns to go to. Uh, we're going to take you out to a little spot called Liquid Riot. Uh, one of my favorite spots. Mo might disagree with this, but... Uh, they the have... one beer I had from them was garbage. <clears throat> yeah. That white stout was not good. Well, uh, you drank a white stout. You're the one that fell into that trap. So. I did. Um, <clears throat> Liquid point. Riot has started canning. They have a, a beer called Beer With No Name that they started canning this week. That's going to be exciting. So if you're in the area, check them out. Also check out one of my favorites. Uh, it's Foundation Brewing. Right near Allagash. It's fantastic stuff. I'm not sure what they have on tap this weekend, but, but it's a great spot. Yeah, Who I mean, cares? I mean, you really can't go wrong. Can't go wrong. They're in the old Bissell Brothers spot, too. Your GPS might still take you there. That's how I found it. Uh, going west, if you're going out to Vermont, the Green Mountain State, you're going to do some camping, maybe, you know, see the hot air balloon show up there. Uh, stop off at our friends at Burlington Beer Company. Uh, these guys make fantastic stuff. They got two new beers coming out this weekend, Beer- Beekeeper which is an IPA with honey mm. and strawberry whale cake. Uh, they Saw said that. they've used a half pound of strawberries in every four-pack, which is pretty cool. Interesting. I love fruit-flavored beers. I love fruit-flavored IPAs, so Hell yeah! I'm going to try to get my hands on this. Quick tip for anybody going up to Burlington Beer Company. The last time I went up there, I happened to bring some Trillium and a couple Treehouse beers with me. Those dudes at that brewery are super cool about trading beers. Um, the, the brewers themselves will come out meet you in the parking lot uh, if you have something good that they're looking for especially if you have Treehouse or Trillium uh, they will trade you some releases that they maybe they haven't brought out to the public yet or things that they just have in the back that are that they're selling uh, it's definitely worth your time to ask and see uh, if they're interested in trading for sure so if you are from Boston or our area south coast you are probably, uh, without fail, you're heading down the Cape July 4th weekend, no doubt. So uh, we did mention this brewery last week. Mo's going to run you through what they got going on at Devil's Purse. So Devil's Purse, South Dennis, uh, they're running a lot of staples this week. They're, uh, they'll be bottling their, they'll be canning their Handline Kolsch, uh, the Surfman's Check ESB. They're also doing a variation of the Stone Horse IPA, their signature IPA. They're doing a Denali version. They're also doing the Yuzu Shiro Biro. Oh, boy. Pronunciation wow. uh, may be a little off, uh, but it's a white beer with yuzu, which is a citrus fruit, and some ginger. Sounds kind of interesting. I've never had anything like that before. Very interesting. Uh, their table beer number nine, uh, kind of their uh, rotating series with Motueka and Denali. They're doing the Cutty Queen APA, the Pollock Rip IPA, and another one of their signatures, the Intertidal Oyster Stout. Uh, which is brewed with Katua oysters. So get down there. Those are our friends down at Devil's Purse. Uh, you can't go down the Cape or to Martha's Vineyard without it. Uh, pack up the cooler. Make sure you get that when you're watching some fireworks. And uh, going down to Rhode Island, we were going to go southern tip of Rhode Island, but, I mean, let's face it, you're not. You're probably not listening to this show and vacationing in Westerly, so um, we're just going to be honest with you. Let's take you down to Providence. Uh, Long Live had their year-and-a-half anniversary IPA come out today uh good luck if you can get it they do still have pours going on right now i think they may have sold out in cans uh love the stuff from long live they do great stuff uh double bandwagon ask is one of my favorite beers that they do 
and uh, the cereal milk was a very interesting IPA. They, they've been mm. doing really good stuff. They're really getting better at brewing, and uh, I, I love it. I what love a cool spot, stuff. too. Yeah. Just yeah. a little hole in the wall. You drive right by it, you wouldn't even know it was there. Yeah, literally. I mean, they have like a 20-person max in there. Yeah. Uh, you're bumping elbows. You're knocking board games over into the <laughs> into the back of the brewery. So. And it's Friday that they have their cast beer. Yeah. Cast beer Friday, that's like yeah. their signature thing. Yeah, that's their thing. So... Uh, and we would be remiss if we didn't mention, obviously, Trillium. Of course. Uh, Big Bird, double IPA came out today. Get your hands on it if you can. We're drinking it right now. It's uh, it's fantastic. It's really smooth. It's bright in flavor, and it really, really hides that 8%. Uh, this is literally orange juice. Percent. Yeah. This is orange juice that I'm drinking. It's I don't know how you feel. Uh, probably one of the cooler. I mean, I, I personally like the packaging. Yeah, I heard a lot of people saying that the name and the packaging didn't really do much for them. I mean, I don't know what you're expecting. I kind of took it to mean it's like a big boy version of their Little Bird series. Yeah. That's uh, what I was thinking. I mean, that's what it is. Yeah, yeah. they've been dishing out a bunch of uh, Little Bird series. Yep. They put out Stumpy Duck again, yep. and this is their rebuttal saying we still have the horsepower and we can put the flavor in it, and that that's what it is. And it's, they definitely do. I mean, this this delivers on all levels. And um, so that is what we are drinking and the new releases that have come out. Uh, if you are traveling this weekend, please be safe. Uh, drink with caution. Uh, drinking in the state of Massachusetts, which we'll get to later, is, is not a great thing to do when you're driving or around fireworks, which are both illegal in the state of Massachusetts, yeah. in case yeah. you didn't realize that. <clears throat> um, so we are going to dive in here to a listener email uh based on our first show last week we got a pretty good response actually from some of the forums uh south coast bottle friends rhode island craft beer forum uh we opened up our own facebook page if you do want to go there and give us some ideas um but we had a listener who is a relative of the owner of tilted barn uh we are going to keep his name off the air just so people don't hassle him here uh but he wrote in to say that I was wrong, first and foremost. And then he went on to explain to us the operation that is going on with Tilted Barn and how they are trying to improve and get more beer into your hands, kind of fix the situation that we talked about last week, which was the uh, stopping pours until the parking spots opened up. So Mo's going to dive into the email here, and I will, I'll chime in. So this is how the email... I mean, I'm just going to read the whole thing to you. It's it's a little lengthy, but uh, I, I really think it lays out some, some really cool facts in here. Uh, so the listener says, Hey, guys, thanks for making TBB part of your first podcast. I've had the pleasure of knowing the brewer since he was born, and he still lets me hang out and lend a hand when I can find the time to make it down there. I thought you said something about a female brewer in your intro to Tilted Barn. The brewery does belong to Matt and his wife, Kara, and it was Kara's grandparents who bought the farm. Uh, back around 1950. The barn was already there. Uh, they assume it to be 150 years old by now. But the brewing is Matt. First of all, okay. Erroneous! Erroneous! Erroneous on both counts! Listen, I understand I was wrong. I did not mean to offend anybody. Matt, if you're listening, I apologize. It's not a bad thing to have a female brewer. Yeah, absolutely I still not. love the beer. I really don't care who's brewing it. But Matt, you're doing a great job. This person did put me in my place. I understand that. What I did was I read an article on their Facebook page uh, that actually Kara was the highlight of the article. I think maybe her sister Erica, I'm probably wrong on that too, but that doesn't matter. 
You're going to risk that. You're going to risk throwing I'm more going facts out. out. There. I am. I'm, okay. I'm risking it. All right. I and appreciate it. Was it. About, it was about label design, which I believe he gets into here. He does. Uh, later in the article. But first and foremost, guys, this is a new first. I was wrong. Uh, I apologize, Matt, if you're listening. I do apologize. But if you had a female brewer, I would still drink your beer. So I would, too. So there you go. So continue, Mo. I'm sorry to interrupt. So Kara is the creative person. She does make all the labels, uh, as Ben mentioned, plus any of the other artwork, T-shirts, signs, logos, along with a cousin, who you may have been referencing, who has access to printing facilities. We're going to call her Erica for the sake of this podcast. For the sake of this argument, you know, we'll just call her Erica. We'll move on from it. Uh, there is a brewery in Pawtucket with the only female brewer in Rhode Island. Shout out to Crooked Current. Uh, not super familiar with their stuff, but I have a feeling we're going to be getting super familiar uh, with that in the near future. Can't wait to try it out. Uh, he's hoping that they'll be the subject of an upcoming podcast. Stay tuned for that. Listeners get what they want. That's that's you. very true. That's We're all listener-oriented. As for the pours, tasting cans and growlers, uh, we need a little more info on that. Tilted Bond went from a two-barrel system in their first two years of operation to a seven-barrel system. Very impressive. Also adding a canning line on the premises about two months ago. At the same time, however, the state of Rhode Island changed the limits on how much beer could be sold to an individual to take home. It used to be basically a 64-ounce growler was the max. Now it's 288 ounces, or the equivalent of four growlers. With the cans at 16 ounces, that means you can only legally buy 16 cans in Rhode Island. Shocker. Which, I, I mean, that. that's... I had no idea. Yeah. That's basically blasphemy. Yeah. You're telling I mean, me I can only buy a 16-pack. Like, that's even a real packaging system. Yeah. So that sounds to me like Tilted Barn got bamboozled. They did. What, that's I mean, what that's, it sounds like. Sounds like the state of Rhode Island might actually be worse than Massachusetts. And we consider Massachusetts laws to be complete bullshit. Yeah, let's not, uh, let's not go into that yet. But No, we don't want to get into that. No. Um, so in a sense, uh, they tripled the production capability... But the state quadrupled the amount of beer that could be sold. Unbelievable. So you can see, I'm not a math major. Ben, you, you weren't a math major either. I know your math's terrible. Um, but any person can understand, you take a step backwards there. Because yeah. you can't triple your production while the state quadruples the amount of beer that people can buy from you. That doesn't make any sense. Um, along with that, the cans seem to blow up. In a good way. Uh, because people could usually get more than one type of beer. And what this listener thinks really pushed it over the top was that now traders could trade beers around the country which yeah. is huge that that's, as you know i know i i trade cans all the time yeah that's the big thing in in every forum that i go to i see you post now with treehouse in in search of tilted barn of course i mean if if you told me that a year ago i i would have smacked you in the face and i would have laughed at you yeah <laughs> but i mean it's true trading's everything you know what it's all what you can get your hands on absolutely so Matt also, along with increasing his production, he expanded the parking areas. He used gravel that he removed from a new pond on the premises, uh, and he has about three times as many parking spots as when they first opened. So he is making improvements to the grounds to accommodate the bulk of the, the people coming to his brewery. Listener points out that that is still not enough. They noticed the parking lot was filling up really quickly, around 15 minutes or so after opening which forced them to park cars along the half-mile dirt road that comes into the brewery from Route 2. It's a narrow lane, so when cars are coming and going at the same time, there isn't always room for everyone to get past each other. Mm -hmm. So they've even went so far as to add two parking lot attendants. Sounds a lot like Treehouse. Yeah. 
guys standing out there on walkie talkies keeping an eye on traffic making sure that people don't park in a lot that's full mm-hmm. or try to park somewhere where they're not supposed to uh so that's when matt came up with the idea of selling only cans until the can seekers they come they grab their stuff and they go yeah and once they bounce basically he opens it up to pours at that time yeah which i didn't understand in the original podcast okay so i mean if you want to throw if you want to throw some crow on me i'll eat that too yeah because i I didn't really understand the whole process maybe i did a bad job of explaining that rule um that that is what i meant i i knew he was still serving beer he wanted it and now he just didn't want people to hang around taking up parking spots which Which makes sense yeah it makes that makes so much sense and the problem is that you know if your beer's this good you'll never have enough parking spots it doesn't matter people are going to come They'll walk down that road. Just like I said, they're parking along Route 2, walking down that road. And well, they're just, you know, they'll hang out with the food truck. And then you got things with the food truck. But go on. Well, I mean, here's a, here's a really hot take here. I don't think Tilted Barn's ever going to have enough parking spots. That's flaming. That's flaming. I, huh? I mean, it's just, I, I don't think they're going to be able to keep up with the popularity. Because, I mean, they're literally blowing up. Yeah. And you can only get so big. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it, he's already tripled it. You know, he's tripled his production. He's expanded the parking lot. He's adding employees. Uh, I only came here to do two things, man. Kick some ass and drink some beer. <laughs> it's like we're almost out of beer. <laughs> See that? Now all they can do is kick ass. That's all they're going to do is you know? just kick ass. And that seems to be what, uh, what they're looking to do. So basically what they do is they, uh, they shut off the canning. Uh, you know, they get the, the initial canners out. And then they, they go about with the pouring. Um, they haven't stopped it. They just pushed it back about 30 to 45 minutes. They get the parking situation under control, and for the rest of the the hours each day, there's plenty to taste. Uh, usually four to five different beers. The listener points out, and often there are still cans available past that first rush. So no growlers, which they're fine with. They yeah. have no problem with this. Yeah, I see a couple benefits to this. There's no overhang mm-hmm. as far as inventory is concerned. You're not sitting on thousands of dollars of glassware for people yeah. to come in and buy. Yeah. Um, and also, they don't have to worry about the clean, the cleaning of them. Yeah. I mean, that's quite a process. I mean, you yeah. got a guy with gloves on. You know, you got to pump air into the the growler. You got to clean them out. Yeah. You know, and your beer ultimately isn't being consumed at its optimal condition. Yeah. yeah. In a can, it's a lot. You know, you can drink that a week later, and there's nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. But in a growler, I mean, everybody has differing opinions on this. But you know, a growler does it does go bad. Yeah. So I mean, they're they're eliminating that. Um, they do have a uh, rotation of four to five different vendors as far as food trucks outside. Um, and also, as you pointed out last week, very cool setting, barnhouse setting, animals, yeah. you know, the whole nine there. Um, so he wishes us good luck. He hopes us, uh, he wishes us good luck, hopes that we come down and check them out and that we, you know, hopefully we point them out in future podcasts, which we definitely will do yeah, uh, because, you know, Tilted Barn's one of our favorites personally. Yeah. So, I mean, shout out to this listener. Thank you so much for responding to the show. Um, we'll do our best to be uh, on top of things as far as, as far as Tilted Barn is concerned. And, uh, you know, big ups to you for pointing out the, the mistakes to us. So thank you. Thank yes. you. Thank you very much. And I will go and make sure I introduce myself personally next time I go. Uh, and apologize if need be, <laughs> or um, you know, just shake your hand and tuck and, your tail uh, between your legs, man. Put a name to the face. So um, that is our listener email. Again, if you do want to email into the show, bostonbeerbenny at gmail dot com. Uh, as you just heard, we'll read them right on the air. We'll analyze it. We'll talk about it. Uh, we always enjoy it. Uh, content is a premium, so whatever you can send in, we do appreciate. 
Uh, we'll dive into our next segment, the, the one that we've all been waiting for. I mean, I know I have. And this is, um, this is Moe's Adventures. I'm very important. Uh, I have many leather-bound books, and my apartment smells of rich mahogany. I, I'm friends with Merlin Olson, too. He comes over on occasion. This is Moe's Adventures, and Moe... Uh, Mo, you took a little trip this week. Huh? Yeah, I get around a little bit. You know, uh, I don't work seven days a week. Yeah, well, uh, you know. as no, as hopefully none of our listeners do. Um, that's okay. I don't need that. <laughs> Show notes have gone flying, guys. Just that's, so you know, that's not a problem. Thankfully, I've committed this all to memory. <laughs> yeah. Um, a couple <laughs> staff trips this week for the Cask and Pig. Uh, as I mentioned last week, um, I am the dining room manager at the Cask and Pig in North Dartmouth. Come check us out. Uh, follow us on Untapped. Check out what we got going on. So Tuesday, my staff took a trip to Buzzards Bay uh, in Westport. So they were very kind to us there. My sales rep, Paul, uh, one of the brewers, Bill, uh, showed us around, gave us a tour, had us taste through some brews. Uh, really cool, really cool setup there. Great in the summertime. Wow, it literally went in the pool. That's hilarious, but it's going to stick a lot better now. So that's going to be, that's a better situation for me moving forward. Um, so basically, you know, we tasted through a bunch of beers, we got to play some cornhole, cool summer spot to go to, shout out to the Flounder, uh, the huge beer for them, uh, Moby D, uh, they also had the Buzzards Bay, uh, Stone Ho- uh, Horseneck IPA, excuse me, that's their seasonal IPA, great beer, we have it on draft now, we've been selling through it like crazy, uh, that was the first trip, that was Tuesday. And then yesterday, we actually had a really cool opportunity. We headed up to 95 Woodrock Road in Weymouth, and we headed up to Barrel House Z, which you weren't super familiar with, but you need to be. No, I've never heard of it. We don't have this segment this week, but if we had one yeah. where the hype was real, yeah. the hype was would have been real this is a potential with this brewery. Hype is real, this is a potentially, yeah. th- this, is, this is a real situation we have going on here. Yeah. So just a quick backstory on them, their owner, and technically head brewer, although he does have two brewers underneath him, is Russ Heisner. Shout out to Russ. He was fantastic to us yesterday. Ran through the science of, of beer making in general and with Barrel House and what they do that makes them different from other people. Uh, quick history on Russ. He is the original Harpoon Brewer. So this is like the OG of IPAs. Yeah, this guy goes back. He goes back. This is like 1980. I was two years old when this dude was brewing beers. Mm, that's that's real deal. So that, I mean, the guy he, knows what he's doing. Well, you didn't start drinking until you were three, so. Correct. So there's a whole year just laps in there. It just, I mean, he literally takes me back to the beginnings of what I love now. So to, to be able to go to a place like that and be introduced to a guy that means so much to the industry, that was a really cool experience. Uh, he has a degree in fermentology which I didn't even know that was a thing. No. But apparently there's a science with beer. Yeah, I mean, if we did know, we probably would have been much better in school. That's correct. And this podcast would probably be way better. I I would, well, it wouldn't be a degree in audio tech, but it would be a degree in fermentation. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So so what they're doing at Barrel House Z, long story short, they're brewing beer just like everybody else is doing with the help of Harpoon. Um, They are helping Russ out with with the wart situation. Um, he's able to brew a bunch of beer thanks to them. Uh, they age everything for a month. Uh, that's their that's kind of their their shtick. They age it in rum barrels, 
Bully Boy barrels, tequila barrels. Uh, they also have an In the Buff series, which is like na their naked beers. So all the beers that they don't age in the barrels, they can and they keg those too, sell those to you. Um, they do exclusives in the tap room. So sometimes they age a beer for three months, six months, even nine months. Um, and that's an exclusive pour in, in the tap room. All their, all their chairs, the bar, the, the wall, everything is made out of staves from a, from a barrel. I mean, they really dive into this, uh, dive into this theme. Uh, they have no affiliation whatsoever with InBev, which I was okay. thrilled with. Yeah. They are distributed by quality. Um, and also, actually, Horizon, their dual situation. Um, but when I heard quality, I got worried that maybe InBev had their hand in there, uh, but they do not. Uh, there's an outside patio area where they do music, uh, trivia on Thursday nights. Uh, they're doing really cool things at Barrel House Z. And, I mean, the beer, the beer stands up. Um, the, the Sunny in 79 is phenomenal. The Townie, which we have right in front of us now, yeah. uh, we're going to get into that kind of go over what that tastes like um, but they, they the Adeline they make a stout uh, that's also aged in barrels obviously but everything they do is just really good and I was I was really stoked to have a, an opportunity to uh, to bring my staff there yeah a really I mean, good time I'm, I'm a huge fan of barrel aged stuff I mean I, I think it gives so much more to the beer it gives such a depth uh, adds horse, horsepower which I appreciate and love uh, can't wait to try this townie um, Strong Irish Ale aged in rum barrels for a year. I uh, can't wait to try that. Uh, there will be pictures up on my Instagram of these bottles if you want to take a look. Boston Beer Benny. Also, only nine point seven percent too. Yeah, that's so not it's bad. not super boozy. Well, what they're doing is trying to complement the beer with the the aging in the barrel. So they're not trying to overwhelm you. You know, twelve point four, thirteen percent. You know, they're trying to give you like, you know, mid level, mid level aging. Uh, mid-level percentages uh, that kind of complement the beer flavor. Yeah, we're gonna uh, we're gonna rate them too on Untapped. So of course, I'll be on Untapped Treehouse Benny if you want to see what I think of the Towny Irish Ale, uh, along with the Big Bird as well. So uh, thank you, Mo, for that. We appreciate your adventure. We hope you enjoyed it. I pop that. There you go. Uh, one barrel house is open. Effective immediately, uh, and. We are going to move on to a great uh, new segment that we have called Weird Beer Stuff. Dad, we're men, okay? That means a few things. We like to shit with the door open. We talk about pussy. We go on riverboat gambling trips. We make our own beef jerky. That's what we do. And now that is all wrecked. We literally have never done any of those things. So this is weird beer stuff. If you've ever been uh, on Facebook, liked any beer at all, been on any beer forum ever, you will see some crazy outlandish posts of people that do unforsakable things with beer. Uh, the, so this is a segment that we'll dive into. I'm sure we're going to uncover more and more of these as we go on. Oh, yeah. This is They're kind of there. crazy things that go on in the beer world. And uh, we'll just cover them quickly. Uh, a couple that we have. Uh, I'm going to start with the beer yoga. Beer yoga may be a popular thing around you. It combines one of my favorite things, beer, with one of my least favorite things, stretching. <laughs> um, I am one. I am liable to pull a hammy at any second. Absolutely. So, at any moment. It I, could happen. And that's my right. That's my right. Yes. As long as I don't do that in front of the family, I'm fine. Right. So uh, I am not going to do beer yoga. I will and, not either. And That's... the thing is, how are you going to sell me on beer yoga when you're doing it and they got like a Bud Light bottle and it's like a girl like 
stretching, drinking a Bud Light. Like, be honest. You don't really that's drink not, Yeah, that's not really doing it for me. No, there's probably water in that bottle. Could be. I, I don't trust anybody. No, nope. I don't trust them. You, you can't, can't possibly. Trust and we'll go into that. So that's one. That's beer yoga. What's the uh, second one that you have here? This one, I, I don't even know if I can... I don't even know if I can speak on this. Yeah. Because this is just absolutely disgusting to me. Yeah. My wife pointed it out. Shout out to Jess. Um, friend of the show. Friend of the show. This is just... You know, she tagged us in this. I, I saw it. I watched the clip. I was disgusted by it. Yeah. Not something that I would do. Yeah. Uh, but it's a beer spa, essentially. Beer spa. So Correct. What they do is they go, they serve you beer, and they put you in giant barrels of beer where you actually sit and bathe in the beer. In this hot beer. Um, I assume it's hot. I, it looked hot. I hope it's hot. Uh, I don't know if I hope it's hot or if I hope it's cold. I'm not sure which I'm hoping for because either way... Your dick is on that beer. My dick is on that beer. Well, that's true. And we're sitting in it. That's, that's weird. I mean, and are we I don't drinking it? I don't believe you're drinking from the same thing that you're bathing in. But I hope not. But still, I mean, you're thinking it, it. could happen. You're I mean, th- you, I'm you, breathing. You go it. down. You go under water, and then all of a sudden, you know. Yeah, you got a beer in your nostril get situation. Thirsty, maybe a chug, like a beer, like a beer fest scene. You start kind of right. Doing I'm a just worried about what I'm going to do while I'm soaking in beer. Yeah, because you can't just soak in beer. You're going to drink it. Don't get me wrong. Every once in a while, you have a beer. You have maybe a daydream that you do bathe in that beer. Yeah, right? I'm but sure. That, that's in my head. Okay, get yeah, out of my I'm, head. I'm not doing that in real life. Don't put the. And you think I'm going to pay to go sit in I'm beer? I'm definitely not going to pay for it. I have enough beer in my house. I'll fill my bathtub if I want to. Well, that would and be I'll a huge waste. That would. I would suggest that's not good. doing that. I would drink it after. I'm clean. Clean as a whistle. All right. Well, I mean, that's your prerogative. You're a grown man. You can do what you want. And uh, we're running a little long on time. I don't think we're going to get to our long beer discussion, which was mass beer law, unfortunately. But eh, next time. Yeah. I mean, you know, we need to fill a half hour a week, guys. We got a life. I mean, we this do. is the beer world. It's not like new inventions are popping up every week, like no. beer, yoga, and beer spots. Come on. So, I mean, some things are popping up. So though. we'll go right into the shelfer of the week. Everybody's favorite. <laughs> Drink it in. It always goes down smooth. Wow, this is uh, pretty crowded. Yeah, well, nine dollar beer night. So this is Shelfer of the Week, uh, where we pick a shelfer off of your local packy store, and we tell you if you should drink it or not. Pretty much, basically, I mean, we want you to find that diamond in the rough and uh, come out the other side and be happier for it. And just to get something straight, okay, a listener came to me, personal friend of mine, and he said, I heard you guys say shelfer of the week. It's shelfy. And uh, I just want to correct you. It's, it's not shelfy, okay? It's whatever we make it it's to be, shelfer. first of all. First of all, a shelfer, a shelfy is a person who enjoys a shelfer. That's one. I would Two, also assume that would be a picture with a that shelf. you take with a shelf. Exactly. That's I thought a the same thing. Yeah. So Not just to be a shelf. A shelf. It could of be books. a shelf of any kind. Yeah. A shelf of a blank shelf. Towels. Yeah. Shelfy. Whatever. That's what it is. A shelfer drinks. A shelfy drinks shelfers. Sure. That, I mean, that, makes, that just makes sense. That's bottom line. So correction, you're wrong. Yeah. The show is not right. Yes. I mean, the show is right. The show is you know usually I mean. wrong, but we're right in this sense. That's true. So go ahead, Mo. What is your shelfer of the week? I picked a great one. Uh, really excited about uh, Stony Creek. Uh, they're based out of Connecticut. Uh, just got a beer from them on tap. Uh, Going to be tapping it this week. It's a collaboration with Wormtown. Doesn't really go with my shelf. I'm getting a little off topic. But Wormtown and Stony Creek did a a beer together called the Early Bird Gets the Worm. Hence my shelf for the week pick. It's Stony Creek Little Cranky. Uh, it's a session IPA, four and a half percent ABV. 
Uh, it's an 80 on Beer Advocate, which isn't going to blow your socks off, but that's a solid beer. It's well-respected in the community. And as far as 4th of July weekend, if you're looking to drink six or seven beers or more, I mean, I don't know what yeah, your weekend's going to be let's like. Let's be honest. It could be 12. You're going double this digits. Is, this is a beer that you could actually drink that many of and and not be puking in the bushes at 4 o'clock in the afternoon or Mo Van Winkling it at 4 o'clock in the afternoon either. This is a beer that's going to keep you on your feet but still make you feel like you're drinking a craft beer. Stony Creek, uh, shout out to them. Uh, doing a lot of good things o- over there in Connecticut. Yeah, shout out to Mo Van Winkle. That was a great reference. So. Hey, uh, uh, <laughs> you know, you have to poke fun at yourself every now and then. Because when people make fun of you, you know, you have to just, like, you have to roll with the punches. That's, and that's what, what I'm trying to do. Yeah, leaning in. You lean into the pain. Exactly. So, uh, my beer, uh, Shelf of the Week, is, it's not found everywhere, uh, but I can't find it in Yankee, so I'm excited about it. One of my favorite local companies, Night Shift Brewing, uh, they do a series called One Hop This Time. Mm. Um, you really can't go wrong, no matter what the hop is. Nope. They do a steady IPA. They rotate the hop every month, every, well, let's not put a time on it but they rotate every so it every off. time yeah so um Periodic. i'm gonna go to the store i'm gonna get a four pack maybe an eight pack of one hop this time maybe a little more um and i'm gonna enjoy that this weekend and again we're going with i mean it's america it's july 4th you can drink butt heavy this weekend we're not Fuck gonna yeah. we're not gonna uh we don't judge you for that yeah we're not gonna go on facebook and shame you for we it we salute you for that uh and also night shift i didn't mention in new releases but they had a release with rar which is a great East Coast mm. brewing company uh, called Two for Flinching. So if you see that out or see that in a trade forum, try to get it because RAR does really good stuff. I mean, we don't have access to it. But I think it's down in the Maryland, D.C. area. Yeah. Yep. Um, I am mildly familiar with that brewery. Yeah, so I'm really excited. Uh, hopefully I get to get my hands on a can of that. Uh, but I'm not driving up to night shift. Well, if you not, do, I mean, share it. Yeah. I'm right. not going to get obviously, up there. Obviously. So... Um, that is the show for this week. Thank you for tuning in. Boom. Thank you weekly, because I said that last week, so yeah. it's been good luck. Thank you weekly um, for the average show or whatever you said. Yeah. Where can you find us? We're on Podomatic. Uh, obviously, you're listening, so you already found us. Yep. We're on iTunes. Subscribe, please. Download. Uh, even if you don't listen, subscribe and download. You'll never know that I said that because you won't have listened. Correct. But Shout uh, out to you. Yeah, we'll see you next week. Hopefully, we have some better sound clips. Uh, But we're going to go. Hopefully we have another adventure. So thank you very much, guys. Boston Beer Benny on Instagram. Treehouse Benny on Untapped. Email us, bostonbeerbenny at gmail.com. And we'll see you next week. Hey-oh. All right. Thanks, Mo. Signing off. All right. Thank you.